three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here. And <clears throat> been out for a little bit. Got ahead as we went to Virginia for Micaiah. Micaiah's wedding. Micaiah is our sixth child, our third son. And he's the last of them to get married of the eight. And so we had a big wedding over Labor Day weekend. And it was awesome. And congratulations to Makai and Camille. Camille, welcome to the family. We are so happy <clears throat> that you are a part of the family now. And so happy for you and Makai. Uh, this is the podcast where I try to encourage us to be more and more in God's Word. And while I was away, it was a little bit difficult to break away to a place where it was quiet enough for me to do the podcast. So that and I want to enjoy my family most of our children were there and children-in-law, all of all but one of our grandchildren. But we're going down to see her shortly as she's getting ready to have a baby sister, which is the reason why they weren't at the wedding. They live in Houston, Texas. But we're at an exciting part here in Deuteronomy toward the end. Deuteronomy really is a three-part treaty or sermon, if you will, from Moses imparting to the people of Israel in at the very end of his life, right before they're going to cross the Jordan River into the Promised Land with Joshua as their leader. And so we have Moses' song here that we are finally completing. Apologize for the yawn there. So here we go. We're toward the end of this song. I think we're around verse uh, 42. We'll try to read to the end here. I will make my arrows drunk with blood, and my sword shall devour flesh. With the blood of the slain and the captives from the long-haired heeds of the enemy. Rejoice with him, O heavens. Bow down to him, all gods, gods of liturgy. For he avenges the blood of his children and takes rev rev uh, vengeance on his adversaries. He repays those who hate him and cleanses his people's land and that's the end there so verse 44 Moses came and recited all the words of the song in the hearing of the people he had Joshua and the son of Nun he had Joshua and the son of Nun um, alright let me reread that but I messed it up if I had an editor we'd edit that out and I would redo it but I don't Moses came and recited all the words of this song in the hearing of the people, he and Joshua, the son of Nun. And when Moses had finished speaking with all these words to all Israel, he said to them, Take to heart all the words by which I am warning you today, that you may command them to your children, that they may be careful to do all the words of this law. For it is no empty word for you but your very life. And by this word you shall live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to possess. That very day the Lord spoke to Moses, Go up this mountain of the Abram, Mount Nebo, which is in the land of Moab, opposite Jericho, and view the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the people of Israel for a possession, and die on the mountain which you go up. And be gathered to your people, as Aaron your brother did in Mount Hor. And 
was gathered to his people. Because you broke faith with me in the midst of the people of Israel at the waters of Meribah, Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin, and because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the people of Israel. For you shall set see the land before you, but you shall not go there into the land that I am giving to the people of Israel. And we'll stop there at the end of chapter 32. Alright, so a lot of the song ends. And it's a lot of a lot being thrown at the people of Israel for not obeying God. That's what it is warning them. Uh, and then also that God will seek vengeance on those whom are do wrong toward the children of toward his children. Um, and that he will cleanse the land. <clears throat> and so God is not thrown away the land. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's made the earth pretty residual, residuant to be able to recover from a lot of things. We've had a lot of natural and not-so-natural catastrophes, and the earth does seem to clean up after itself pretty well. And that's the way God designed it. Man, not so much. Man cannot clean up after himself. He needs a Savior. We need a Savior. And so we see that even Moses is paying a price here for striking the rock. And that's what he's talking about here. When you defile, well, what is, how does he say? Um, because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the people of Israel. So he struck at the rock. And that rock, when it says that, it, says it was capitalized. So a lot of people think the rock really was Jesus. And that... Moses was that they were getting their water, daily water, from Jesus, and we move forward. Although they wouldn't have known his name to be Jesus, they would just know him as the angel of the Lord or, or the Lord. That uh, in John chapter four, that Jesus talks about he himself being the living water. If uh, you drink of the water I have to offer, you will never thirst again. So, but the reason. For Moses not going in was that he didn't just strike a rock, but he he struck the rock. And that's important for us to understand that we cannot be angry at God and think that it's okay. Um, there are a lot of human emotions, and our emotions are what makes us human. But we also need to keep them in check and take every thought captive and anger is one that says you know do not be angry lest you sin so it it tends to be one that really quickly leads or lends itself to the human sinning and we we see that often played out in the bible we see that often played out in our own lives and so for me Reading through this is just another reminder of our ability to get off track with God. So the children of Israel definitely going to get off track, and we know that from history. <clears throat> and that there are severe consequences, and they were even warned of the severe consequences, yet they do it. So it's, you know, you think about the little kid that you're training not to touch something that's going to hurt him or her, and they touch it anyways, and it hurts him or her. 
so they suffer the immediate consequences. So there are things that we do that we don't we don't have immediate consequences to, and the pain just comes later, and the pain can be much greater. Uh, it could cost us a lot more than we ever anticipated, and can take us a lot further away from what our maybe our goals were than we think. So that's what sin does, and that's why God hates sin. That's why God warns us to stay away from sin, and and that's why Moses is God seems to be harsh on Moses. But really, when you really study, go deep into looking at what is it that Moses does when God tells him to speak to the rock and he doesn't, he strikes it. What's the big deal? Well, he was disobedient. And it was being disrespectful, or is the way he puts it, is the way Moses is being reminded, reminding himself what God says here. Um, because you did not treat me as holy in the midst of the people of Israel. And so thinking of being a husband, a father, a pastor, do we show God and Christ to be holy in how we lead people, how we worship, how we gather the people to worship or to pray, gather our family to pray or to read God's word, that, that we do come before the Holy One of Israel. And that though we can come boldly before that throne of grace, according to Hebrews the author of Hebrews, uh, that we come boldly before the throne of grace covered in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. It's nothing we've done. It's what Jesus has done. So that's a good, good way to end it today. God bless you guys. Have a good day. Talk to you soon.